0: Welcome in to Free Ramblin' man a country music podcast, episode 11. One, one, but the first
1: of 2023. Happy New Year, Stuarty! Happy New Year. I'm just trying to gingerly put my coffee cup down without anybody hearing it. How was Christmas? How was New Year? Usually, um, everybody would descend on Christmas Day on my mother and father's <laughs> house, but this year, my mother decided that uh, after 39 years of never having a job, she needed my rest. So she told everybody essentially to uh, either stay at their own homes, and I have a lot of brothers and sisters, or go to their partner's parents. So um see, people sometimes accuse me of being quite verbally aggressive and not conscious of other people's feelings. But I know now where I get it from, because my mom said, so everybody can do that. Apart from Zara, who's my youngest sister, you're back from university, you'll obviously be here. And Stuart, you can come here for Christmas lunch, because you don't have anybody. <laughs> Christmas Day then was fairly anticlimactic, but then people started arriving at the house over the next two, three days. So it actually stretched Christmas out. There was an element of anticipation before I ultimately received an air fryer. We'll get into the country music eventually, but air fryer, everyone's getting them. Are they as good as everybody makes out? I have limited kitchen counter space. So, you know, I was skeptical, but everybody keeps saying to me, their eyes light up. People who've got one, they go, oh, like, welcome to the club. And I'm like, so what's the benefit? you don't need to wait to preheat your oven. And also say if something says it takes 20 minutes to cook, it'll be cooked in 10. I've never in my life been in that much of a rush to eat. <laughs> anyway, well,
0: I, got of, uh, I got a pair of gloves for Christmas. I got a nice sweater. I got uh, a voucher to go for a massage. That will be, looking forward to that. Yes. Yeah, nice. um, what else did I get? I feel like this is the part where you forget what you got. <laughs> yeah. There's definitely something else my girlfriend got me. What was it? Have you ever had a massage? uh yes twice i want to say once in a private room of a hotel in budapest oh yeah it was uh it was interesting anyway the other one <laughs> was like
1: you know i was young and needed the money
0: <laughs> the second one was in the locker and it was a couple's massage very different um <laughs> format okay. also way sore Oh my goodness, the elbows rubbing into your, like, they rub in, so the elbows almost start in one of these movements from, like, the center of your back, and they roll up to your shoulders, and they nip the skin between your shoulders and your neck, and it's just very uncomfortable. There's a lot of it that's nice, and a lot of it that's
1: like, why am I paying for this? It sounds like he just got a particularly bad masseuse. Yeah, it was couples massage as well, so they were were working on us. I've never had a massage in my life.
0: Maybe I'll send you to uh to my girl in Newton it's here for a for a sports massage. There was something else in there that I got and uh I need to think of it now because this is gonna do my head. What the hell was it? What did the girlfriend get me? God. Oh well, it's gone. She's pregnant. Thanks, Rihanna. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you were uh working flat out every time I turned on Radio Wallster or opened your Instagram stories, you were in a radio studio?
0: Yeah, I worked. Thursday the 22nd before Christmas Day, I worked Christmas Day two hours with my dad that night. It was class crack, you know, and we got a lot, lots of lovely feedback from, from the listeners and so on. And uh, it's just the most rewarding show I've ever done, I think. Um, got a couple of wee pictures with dad. Dad was just lovely. He was in his element. You know, we were shouting out people, thanking people, playing great music ultimately, and just talking a bit of nonsense, which hard to beat, you know. But I actually am surprised as to how many people listened on Christmas Day.
1: Well, I had you on, (laughs) but um, (laughs) my my family had kicked me out of the house at that point. But um, I suppose it depends on the relationship dynamic you have with your dad, but with someone else, particularly a family member in a studio watching you do what you do, did you have any strange realizations like what I do for a living is an absolute joke or what I do actually (laughs) demands an element of skill or?
0: The latter, to be honest, because uh, my main focus was almost trying to make him comfortable so that it was almost second nature to him. And then by extension, it became second nature to me. Even my dad turned to me at one point and was like, Oh, you're very good at this. Now I was like, Oh, big lad, you know,
1: maybe had a on Christmas day. What I will say is when you do do it day in, day out, how quickly monotonous it becomes. And yet then when you take two weeks off and go back, I swear, when I went back into the studio, it took me about 15 minutes just to remember how to take the caps lock off this miniature keyboard we have. And then I couldn't find the seg button to seg the tracks. I thought have I suffered a head injury over the holiday?
0: And of course you were training someone as well, weren't you as well?
1: Yeah, there's a new girl starting actually tomorrow morning on uh the downtown country breakfast show. She uh I'm keen to see her enthusiasm waver. I mean I can't judge everybody else by my own cynical standards, but when I went in to spend some time with her in the studio, she said to me, um I don't know about you, but I'm a vibe person and I read rooms and there's just something about this wee cozy room that just tells me that some great memories are going to be made in here. And I'm looking at her like, uh, "Okay, so you're on the breakfast show on a digital country station playing modern American country in Northern Ireland. I'm going to come back to you in three months uh, and (laughs) see if you're still as enthusiastic. you You think
0: it'll take as long as that? Three months?
1: Three days three days
0: oh my goodness anyway yes a lot of broadcasting over christmas Then that whole next week and stuff so now i'm getting my break, dirty you know now i'm getting my break and you're um, like um uh, one of the
1: dwarves in panto <laughs> i don't know why that was the most obvious example that popped into my head but that's your busy season
0: yeah it's my busy season yeah. it is yeah. yeah well explained in the end <laughs> Wait, let's get into the country music shall we yeah. um i suppose i'll ask you first because uh The girlfriend and I, we started Knives Out, Glass Onion, a Knives Out mystery or whatever, right on Netflix. We started that with the family, got about halfway through. This was like New Year's Eve, right? They didn't want to watch the end of it. So it got pushed to another day. So the other day, the girlfriend and I started uh, watching this again. Finished it, great time. You don't want to watch something else after you've watched something really good because anything else will be a disappointment. So we started listening to music. Right. And I went down a complete rabbit hole. So I will explain this rabbit hole
1: after we
0: round up uh, what we might've missed since our last episode. What's been happening in the country music world, Shirley, go.
1: The Jack Daniels, new year's Eve live Nashville, big bash. It broke the attendance record. 210,000 people came to Bicentennial mall in Nashville for the celebrations. So this is a five hour concert that goes out on CBS in the States. It's also, I believe available to stream now on demand. If you've got Paramount plus and, um, this one brought in thirty million dollars to the local economy. Performances from you know the usual suspects: Dirk Spentley, Lady A, Aldane, Kelsey Ballerini, Brooks and Don, Luke Bryan. To put this into perspective, the first one took place in two thousand and nine and drew fifteen thousand people. So that's a hell of a jump.
0: I can't say I have Paramount Plus, so I wonder—is there any other way for me to to see this? But uh, I missed
1: this. Well, I, as I've said to you before, have one of those wee dodgy. shipped Amazon fire sticks. I give some scumbag in Newton Abbey £35 a year and he hooks me up. So I watched last year's one and it was actually a very good slick show. I'm uh, curious as to how much of it is actually live because so they have that big open air concert with the 210,000 people, but then they also cut away to like performances from the artists in different, you know, artist led branded bars in downtown Nashville. Mm. And I know that for example, Al Dean's performance wasn't live because for the second consecutive year, he and his wife, Brittany. Brought in the new year. I mean, start it whatever way you want. Partying with uh, former President Donald Trump at his New Year's Eve bash in, you know, his resort, Mar-a-Lago in Palm Beach, Florida.
0: My girlfriend sent me this. It was Trump kissing Jason Aldean's wife. I think it was on the head or something. Did you see this?
1: Yeah, he's standing behind her. He's got his hands on her shoulders. She's looking quite adoringly at him. And then he's kissing her forehead. And Jason Aldean looks like he's about to knock his teeth out
0: creepy photo um you watched this or you watched the whole event
1: no I watched last year's one I didn't get to see this year's one because um I was getting up early the next morning and I was also shattered you know with the time difference it doesn't start day about 1am well there goes so, my next
0: question of, of who's the best uh, performance night, surely?
1: Kelsey Ballerini decided to change up her set for early last minute to reflect the ups and downs of her previous 12 months
0: interesting because she didn't do that for her album Which I was surprised (laughs) about. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. you broke up. You released an album a week or two later, whatever it was. Yeah, that timeline was interesting. Speaking of Kelsey, did I see Kelsey kiss another guy in, albeit in a music video? But you know, yeah,
1: this is what I was going to say. Herself and uh, a female pop star who I'm only just becoming aware of, a girl called Fletcher. They've released a collaboration called Better Version. And as you say, the the video has become a bit of a talking point because in the video, it kind of portrays the highs and lows. The immediate highs and the ultimate breakup of a relationship, but two different partners. So Fletcher in the video is with her girlfriend and Kelsey's with another fella. But if you wanted to read into things, you could say some of the lyrics maybe do... Deliberately reflect Kelsey and Morgan's relationship. Help
0: me with the career I was making. Look at me, on a star, you're the reason. Does Morgan still follow Kelsey on Instagram? I bet he does. Well, if he does, then he would have seen this video. And I, I know, albeit it's a music video, but like, let's see. Ready for it? He does. Of course he does. Does she still follow him? She follows more people than he does, Morgan Evans.
1: She does? Wow. I'm shocked. She's been quite... Um... Maybe he has her muted. Can you mute people they go? She did an interview that came out over the Christmas holidays on a podcast, and she spoke quite... I would say honestly, but if you're Morgan Evans, it's a little bit hurtful about the relationship. She talked about how, you know, the magic wore off, which you wouldn't really want to hear that, you know?
0: Well, welcome to our relationship, love. Goodness gracious. Like, are you serious? The magic wore off?
1: They're coming at it from two very different perspectives. Kelsey's trying to very quickly portray an image of a girl who's moving on and life's great, whereas Morgan's still down an alley somewhere crying. <laughs> you know? With the piano. How long has it been over for you? We've talked before about his whole musical identity has revolved around her. Kind of worship country, almost. To yeah. the extent that, yeah, with this latest single, Over For You, he's still clinging on to that. That's got to be difficult, um when then like say for example you go to do interviews or even like if we get to chat them at c2c or whatever that's not what you would want to talk about i would love to talk about it (laughs) (laughs) i
0: saw him like bringing in the new year um he seems to have gone off to australia and i've gone back home morgan evans and the context here by the way morgan evans kelsey were married obviously got divorced recently um but Morgan Evans is taking himself back to Australia. And I saw him share a thing a while ago. It was like, so long, America, see you next year or something sort of thing. And this was obviously, you know, a couple months ago sort of thing. But do you want to say sort of thing anymore, John? Geez. <laughs> anyway, you notice this by the way when you do podcasts, you're like, why did I say that word 18 times? You know, anyway. But interesting that he's sort of taken himself off the American grid,
1: so to speak. Maybe it's not as important as, as it well, has been. Maybe something similar happened with him and me. Maybe his mum said, Morgan, we're not doing Christmas big this year, but you can come here because you don't have anyone. <laughs> what accent is that? get That was pretty poor. And the problem is I'm wearing headphones, so I could actually hear. Like, I'd committed to it, so I was going to see it through, but I could hear how bad it was. Are you interested in the property market? Do you watch property programs? <laughs>
0: What's that? Like the, the fixer-upper shows, you know? What do you call that boy with a beard? Uh, Nick Knowles.
1: <laughs> this is the God's honest truth. I did an interview with Brett Eldridge and a colleague of mine when he saw the photo <laughs> <laughs> said, what will you do interviewing Nick Knowles?
0: <laughs> well, you never believe he's just released an album.
1: <laughs> What's an example of how we're wasting our time? Nick Knowles is more widely known in this market than Brad Eldred. <laughs> but anyway, the point is, um, Luke Bryan and uh, his wife, Caroline, they're selling their Florida beach home. They've put it on the market with an asking price of $18 million. They bought this house in 2013 for $2.5 right? Goodness
0: gracious.
1: So it was built in 1994. And as I say, they bought it in 2013. Like, I know, like, the cost of properties through the roof at all times, but I don't see how you jump from 2.5 to 18. But um, Luke named the house Snowman in honor of his, you know, late brother, Chris, who passed away in a car accident.
0: I'm gonna sit right here <laughs> on the edge of this pier What <laughs> watch <the> sunset disappear <laughs> drive a beer
1: Uh, You may have missed this in the middle of the week, Shania Twain dropped a new single, Giddy Up. Have you heard this? I have not. (laughs) are, Are
0: you surprised after one of our recent podcasts? Would you go out of your way to listen to Shania No.
1: I mean, the vocals on it sound so overproduced that she doesn't sound human. And I actually think she's at risk of actually doing damage to her legacy because the new music's so bad. But um, Giddy Up is going to feature on her new album, Queen of Me, which is coming out next month. If I haven't already talked to you into picking up a copy of that.
0: That's not Shania Twain singing. I don't recognize the voice at all. Like if someone used to play that song and you say, what artist is that? I (laughs) doubt they would come back with Shania Twain. But look, you know, I left my heart of the water and hole somewhere in a small town of Ohio. Headed out west, to Arizona, because the East Coast weather's too cold, cold, cold. Kind of got me bouncing a little bit. Okay, but it ain't Shania singing anyway. <laughs>
1: <laughs> also, did you see Old Dominion? They have a new single out, "Memory Lane." Memory Lane, yeah. I... Think i
0: in the jean jacket nights. Classic Old Dominion. As soon as that chorus hits, my goodness, that's classical D. I think once upon a time, Old Dominion were my favorite band in the world. Had overtaken Snow Patrol. And then I learned what music was. Um,
1: I hate Snow Patrol, but I know they're very popular. What? They have absolutely no stage presence and their music is just so bland. Please revoke your Northern Ireland card. Are you not from
0: County Down or whatever?
1: I know there is a a sense in Northern Ireland that, you know, you must support and maybe even worship anything vaguely notable comes out of this country. That's why we've named an airport after uh, an alcoholic. But um, I just don't like Snow Patrol.
0: The greatest footballer of all time, Maradona good, Pelé better, George best.
1: Also, literally just before we hit record today, John Pardee and his wife, Summer, they have a baby girl on the way. They've uh, announced they're going to call her Presley Fawn Party. Fawn? Fawn's a middle name, yeah. How do you spell that? F-A-W-N. The news about the baby was already, we already knew about that, right? Yeah, they've been teasing it, said they were expecting, then they revealed it was a girl. And now we get the name. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell him a wee bit country music burnt out. Like,
0: oh my goodness.
1: Congratulations, Tim.
0: Um, so they've got a baby girl on the way. That's epic. I say J- JP's probably top 10 for me. Top 10 artists. John Party, I'd say so. Very new traditional, obviously. Just very slick. Very polished. Lyrics are great. Production wonderful, has the respect from across the board, you know, mm-hmm. seems to have the, the radio chart hits, but also the respect of, of those critics,
1: you know. And just a nice sounding voice too. Nice sounding voice.
0: Reverse cowgirl. <laughs> <laughs> What's next on your agenda, Sturdy?
1: So in June of 2021, Garth Brooks received a Kennedy Center Honor in Washington, D.C. During the ceremony, Gladys Knight performed his song, We Shall Be Free. Garth has now fast-forwarded repaid the favor uh, the 45th annual Kennedy Center honors took place there last month and um Gladys Knight was an honoree alongside you two Amy Grant George Clooney and composer Tanya Leon Garth performed Gladys's I mean classic soul hit Midnight train to Georgia nice city's he going. Said he's going back. Well, left me high not so long ago. Oh. I thought of you when I saw this story and you were the first to bring this to my attention Lainey Wilson has quite the backside
0: <laughs> <laughs> Right? What did you say? I did, I sent you the, the
1: tweet I
0: follow a lot of American football, NFL stuff on Twitter but I saw a tweet from you know, one of those sort of aggregator accounts for American football or or even just sort of comedy in general. But Lenny Wilson had transcended country music or rather Lenny Wilson's backside had transcended country music.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Well, you'd said to me a while ago, what did you say? She's got the the class, the sass, the ass. (laughs) It was only only then I went out of my way to notice it. She's provoked this new trend on TikTok where people primarily women, thank God, are making videos of themselves showing off their backsides while Eleni Wilson's song plays in the background and then they're posting it to TikTok and tagging her. Whatever brings the people in, whatever brings the people in, but I'm just letting y'all know, go check out my record, Bell Bottom Country. Happy to have you either way. However you found me, I'm happy. I'm happy you're here. And Y'all see what I did with Bell Bottom Country? See what I did? We didn't even plan that, but you know what? The Lord has a way of working things out. You know what
0: I've wanted to do, by the way? I just picked up the microphone. I'm just going to hold it because I'm more, I'm more chill. This is the way the podcast should be. It should be me and you sitting on a, sitting on a seat. What's so funny about it is the fact that the, the stand is still I was going to say you
1: could take it out of the stand.
0: I could. Um, I'm not going to. <laughs> <laughs> so I told you about the girlfriend and I watching Knives Out, Glass Onion, a Knives Out mystery, right? On Netflix the other day. I think it's like the biggest Netflix film ever or something wild like that. anyway. Great film. Have you watched it, by the way?
1: It was in cinemas for a week, and I I didn't go to see it. Yeah, It was in cinemas? For a week. and I went to see it because I loved the first Knives Out, but I thought Glass Onion was piss.
0: I liked it. Albeit there was no Anna de Armas to stare at, but... (laughs) (laughs) The gentle nod of of agreement, yes.
1: Do you know what ruined it for me when I found out how much... No, 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 don't spoil it. Not the movie plot. What ruined it for me was when I read how much Daniel Craig got paid for it.
0: Oh, was it scandalous? How much?
1: I think it's a combination of this movie coming out and I'm dancing like an idiot in that Belvedere vodka. Ad. It just makes me think Daniel <laughs> is looking to buy I, a big island somewhere. Or something
0: or That's funny. I know exactly what you're talking about because uh, the girlfriend showed me that. I said, yeah, we didn't want to watch something else uh, after a good film because anything else would be anticlimactic. We watched the uh, Daniel Craig Belvedere vodka. Ad. What is that about?
1: Well, I think he would say, and I don't want to speak on Daniel's behalf, but I think... <laughs> what you're going G- to? The James Bond character, the persona, is very difficult, if not impossible, to shake. So maybe the only way for the public to see you in a different light is to do literally the polar opposite. Go full camp. Yeah. I'm going to find out how much you got. <coughs> uh Sorry, I need to do this because I can't see. Well, I guess. Yeah.
0: Because you're thinking it's wild, right? And I think the standard payment for a big star, like that would probably be about five to ten mil. I'm going to play it safe and say 15, even though I think you're going to beat me here. 50. Oh, for goodness sake.
1: And he signed on now for the third one, and he's getting another 50. That's like
0: Robert Downey Jr. Iron Man money. Remember, mm-hmm. didn't he like make like 10 times as much as everybody else? You know, Captain America, Black Widow, Scott Johansson, Chris Evans. They would have got like 5 million, Hawkeye and so on, Jeremy Renner. Hope you're well, mate, by the way. So, did you see that Jeremy Renner news? That was wild.
1: I know. It's also you like
0: at the same time as the guy in the NFL, DeMar Hamlin, who had cardiac arrest on the field, had to get cpr dude? You saw that, by the way, in the Bills Banners yeah, game. Yeah. He actually cancelled the game. And now it's been officially cancelled, cancelled. They're not actually picking it up and rescheduling it or anything. They've literally cancelled it. But anyway, just what a wild kind of run on people in bad injuries. There was another one as well. Who was the other guy? Peyton Hillis, I think. Saved his kids from drowning or something and then was in critical conditions himself. Just, wow. I don't know. I'm seeing, it, I'm seeing it everywhere on Twitter at the moment hope 2023 is not another year. You know, like, what was that year where we lost, like, every celebrity in the world? I don't know, 2018, 2019, 2017? One of those. One of those. But years. I
1: I do particularly enjoy being that guy, going, guess who's died? <laughs> and also, have you seen that that social media trend? That's such a Northern Irish off, thing. Yes. Off the back of, you know, Lainey Wilson's backside, people are, like, going to, like, their parents guess who's dead, Rod Stewart or whatever. And then they're filming them freaking out.
0: I saw this. I saw this. I actually did like a video because it was like eight of them back to back on different slides. Somebody obviously compiled them and some of them were very funny to be fair. People like losing it over, I don't know. Mick (laughs) What I was going to say is it's so Northern Irish like to build something up for like seven or eight minutes. Do you remember them? You do. It was our neighbor and then our neighbor had a friend, his cousin. Do you remember them? they're dead. (laughs) No, they're not. (laughs) Except seven or eight minutes build up before that. Anyway, (laughs) back to knives Out, we were watching that, right? So I enjoyed it, you didn't, but I'm not following that up with uh, another form of TV or film to disappoint. So we started listening to music, okay? A certain artist popped into my head and that led me to, well, thinking up something for the podcast, okay? Thinking up maybe a bit of a lyric game where I tested you about, forgotten artists of country music, right? Uh And it's not forgotten artists of country music as in like from yesteryear. I'm talking yesterday as in like, I keep a spreadsheet of every song I've ever played in the radio. I told you about this before, right? Okay. Every song. There's a lot of songs in there. I went through that last night after I thought of this artist the other night Mm -hmm. and I've got a load more. Okay. So let's get down this rabbit hole, Stuartie.
1: I'm getting anxious here.
0: The only lyric I'm going to test you with to get into this is this where was i supposed to cry that july day granddaddy died or haul that deer drink that beer fell in and out of love can you name the song or the artist no if it wasn't for trucks riley green where did riley green go
1: you know he just had that number one with thomas Rapp. right okay (laughs) (laughs) no but seriously
0: then right i got thinking about riley green i got looking on his instagram Got a bit of a man crush in Riley Green. Girlfriend's probably got a bit of a real crush in Riley Green. <laughs> Good looking boy. He can switch up his looks. He's got the mustache, you know, he's got the long flowing hair. He's absolutely shredded. I don't know if there's a more shredded person in all country music. He's got a little bit of Mark Weiss track about him. Anyway, I love Riley Green. Riley Green's a top ten artist for me. And shirt, sure, until the other night, I forgot he existed for a while. Is that bad?
1: I suppose the last significant hit was what? I wish grandpa's never died. And that was probably. And
0: I wish grandpa's never died. Two years ago. Do you remember he released an EP? Behind the bar. 2021. Behind the bar. That's what I've been told. If it wasn't for trucks, put them on mine. Put them on mine. That was us. I let a damn good woman leave. Hey, my Dixie. Which was like <laughs> interesting that it my Dixie. It was all about like, you know, we're black and white, but we're all red, white and blue kind of thing. I want to say that's a Toby Keith song. It doesn't matter if you're, yeah, courtesy of the Red, White, and Blue. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Um, but Riley Green, yeah, i just went down a rabbit hole then, right? In preparation for this podcast, thinking of artists in the same vein as Riley Green, artists <laughs> that I had forgotten about that existed. Mm-hmm. Okay, so not artists of yesteryear, artists of yesterday. Okay, and let's get into it. Okay, Lee Bryce. Lee Bryce is a little bit of a forgotten soul until I mean, he did the big song with with Carly Pierce. okay? so Lee Bryce is a little bit in there.
1: He deserves more credit and should be thought of as a bigger star, but he consistently delivers top 10 hits.
0: That's fair. And I want you to disagree with me here, but I guarantee there are going to be names in here that you agree with because there's probably about 100. (laughs) So let's get to it. (laughs) Cole Swindell is a little bit of this, right? Uh I know he had the big hit Never Say Never with Lenny Wilson um, this year, this past year. I was an American, it was like literally it, and the Hardy, brilliant Dirks Bentley sort of collaboration with the two biggest songs played in radio when I was out there for sure. Um, but I'm just gonna throw some names Mason Ramsey, and uh, maybe it's cheating a little bit because you could ask how I established was he even in the first place longevity wise. Lauren Lena, she's got a little bit about this herself, right? Kind of yeah. forgotten about Chris Jansen's another, in my opinion. These are kind of off the radar artists. Chase Beckham, I've forgotten about since interviewing until recently when Gritty Smith a uh, YouTube commentator about country music was raving about his song 23 again versus the single that the label sort of chose for him. William Michael Morgan. Do you know William Michael Morgan?
1: Yeah, I met a girl, yeah. I met a girl. Towards the end of last year, I'm going to say, he was due to perform at the, oh yeah, centre in Belfast and it was cancelled. Wow. That sounds familiar, that rings a bell. It's that old thing of, they book a show for a country artist and they don't let anybody know what's happening.
0: I mean, I met a girl, obviously, Missing and Vinyl. I think they were all on the same uh, album. The album was Vinyl. 11 songs, 2016. Right, so 2016. Mm-hmm. This is almost like the NFL, right? The NFL, people joke, stands for Not For Long. It's the National Football League, but it stands for Not For Long because you're not in it very long, right? It's a What Have You Done For Me Lately League? Country music, what have you done for me lately? Well, you have Michael Morgan's forgotten about it. The Poor Soul. This is a guy I love, very in the Scotty McCreary vein, very in the John Party vein, midland, neo-traditional. I feel like what must have happened with William Michael Morgan is an issue with the label. Here's one for you. Rachel Wamak. Do you remember her?
1: Yes. Love her. Right. Where did she go? I think she's another one that got very unlucky with the little bit of momentum that she built and then the pandemic hit. What was her big one?
0: Closure, enough,
1: damage. That was it. Damage she was discovered by a Sony music executive. I think I want to say like, I can't remember the name, so I'll just be guessing, but he wandered into a restaurant bar. It was one of those revolving restaurant bars and he sat and had a drink and she just happened to be there on the piano playing. And that's how she was discovered.
0: Wow. Yeah. And she went off the grid just as quick. It seems so unfair almost because like, I think she's absolutely class. I loved your reaction to that. Let's just keep throwing these names out here. Okay. Because it's such a good way to spark. Jake Owen is arguably the poster boy of this, right? I appreciate you're going to say Jake Owen's always in country radio and so on, right? But he's notoriously underrecognized by award shows, is he not?
1: Gets the big slots on the big festivals, but yeah, never recognized at award never shows. Never recognized, yeah. yeah.
0: Hunter Hayes, a little yeah. bit. Mitch Roselle, maybe a little, okay? Steve Mokler, has spoken to you about loving his Born Ready album. Here's one for you. Cam. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah where's Cam gone, man?
1: You know? Even since yeah.
0: since she performed at C2C and brought the house down.
1: I think that most it's recent album <laughs> didn't do what... It was weird. There was one hit, Diane, which was massive here and nowhere else in the world. Yeah.
0: And I'm going to top cam here with one, okay? Gillian Jacqueline. Oh, yeah. Pardon the pun here, but tragic. That song, tragic of hers. I'll tell you how good that song is, right? When I got a new pair, when I first finally upgraded, okay... My brother got me a pair of earphones, Bose earphones. Okay, Bose, Bose, Bose. When I took that step of quality in my life, you know, going from like just, I don't know, we sort of crabby earphones that you'd get with a phone or whatever to proper Bose earphones. Tragic Gillian Jacqueline was the first song that I decided to play. And it was the first song that I noticed the quality difference.
1: Why's it gotta be, why's it gotta be tragic, tragic?
0: Let's talk about a well-produced track. I interviewed her and I think it was her husband was with her brought her into studio 8c up in, in the bbc in belfast what was she over for what was she doing she was it was the Ulster hall
1: she was opening for kep and i remember she actually yeah. said on stage i was talking today with a guy jan from radio ulster that's oh, so good love that Kip even gave me a shout at that Ulster hall gig he didn't say
0: my name but he's like i was talking to the bbc earlier <laughs> Stuart he is killing himself here laughing. we should
1: say i actually feel lightheaded i laughed at that so hard but uh, uh, you should say what he actually said in your normal voice because it just sounds like i was talking to somebody in the BBC earlier
0: i'm real good <laughs> i drank some coffee and sang some songs and it was a good interview no i can't even do it I, mean, I can't do it as well as you can but um anyway jillian jacqueline right here's one for you billy brian
1: don't even remember
0: no As I said to you here, this is me going through my spreadsheet of songs, right, previously played. But Billy Bryant, why you might not have heard of her is because she's just not even country anymore. She's got a bit of Danielle Bradbury about her, but she had an EP in 2017 called So Far. And then it seemed like, slowly but surely after that, she just transitioned out of country music. She's very pop now, very kind of poppy dance vibes. But she's cool. I still follow her on Instagram. But Billy Bryant just disappeared off the scene completely.
1: But every one of these artists you've mentioned are still recording. They're still out there. It's just They're still out there. They're not any of those artists if you type them into Apple Music or Spotify, there'll be music, but it's just not on your radar.
0: They're off the radar, exactly. Yeah. Right. So no, I would say Maddie and Tay, but they're still somehow <laughs> nominated in every award show category recognizing Jews every year. But here's one for you. Logan Mice.
1: Was he ever really on the radar?
0: I, I, I don't know, but like I remember he came again, same studio, right? I brought him up to Studio 8C at the BBC in Belfast. Uh, it was a very sort of impromptu session. What was he over here for? He was playing the Black Box. Yeah. Oh, well, I remember JK. He was playing the Black Box anyway in Belfast. Talk about under turned out country gigs. I think it was about nine people at that. Do you remember that? I met I your moment, Kirsty, from your
1: work. Yeah. Oh, right. I remember yeah. afterwards, he wanted to keep the party going. Had you been out the night before, or did you go out with them? Well,
0: I I went out for one drink, but um, Rihanna, I think, was still in her work gear. We went to a bar down that way, down that sort of Cathedral Quarter area. Uh, We were sitting at a big table. It's just me and her waiting on them, finishing up. Uh, Some guy knocked into a bottle of beer or a glass of beer. It spilled slightly over Rihanna. We were just like, like, we're just going to get out of here. It was a bit of a, you know... We then walked up and saw them heading toward what's that one that me and you had a drink in recently? The one on up the Cobble Street past Bunsen, past the Dirty Onion on the right. If you're coming from the Bunsen side, don't go down the Cobble Street where all the lights are. The Heart Bar, no? Heart Bar? Hart bar, yeah. Heart bar. So they were in there and uh, I remember his manager was like really disappointed that I was going on. I was like, Look, mate, I'm gonna leave the girlfriend home. Maybe I'll come back out after and um I was like, It's probably unlikely because it was like a Thursday or something. Bars were going kind to of stay open until one at the latest. It was already late enough, but I remember there was a couple of girls really trying to, to hang out with Logan that night. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Married man. He wasn't for it, obviously, but they were just desperate. Anyway, um, <laughs> here, don't know if I've ever confessed my love for you, right? I told you about Steve Mokler a while ago.
1: Uh-huh.
0: I feel so much more relaxed doing this. Surely <laughs> join me, mate. Anyway, I'm um, just sitting here with the mic at my, my chest. I'm sitting back in the chair. This is the way a podcast should be. We're too hunched over, too, too unnatural. You know I stand up and work when I present, by the way? I put the desk six feet up in the air and stand. Better for projection, better for laughing, better for natural reaction, I think. But anyway, I said Steve Mokler. okay? I don't know if I've ever confessed my love for Stoney LaRue. Stoney LaRue, man, this guy, how, how he wasn't a bigger thing in country music, okay? If I can tell you and uh, anyone out there in listening land to go and listen to a song or two, feet don't touch the ground, okay? And uh, one of the greatest country songs ever produced. First one to know. I would go and listen to those songs over and over, even though. I mean, how this guy wasn't bigger. And I think he had maybe, um, you get that vibe in the songs. You know, he, he had a bit of a difficult past himself, maybe, and, and struggles, his own struggles sort of thing. So you get a little bit of that. But I would encourage everyone to go and check that guy out. He's like the Jeff Hardy wrestling version of country music. <laughs> okay. There's a, uh, there's a picture for you. Um, I'm going to keep throwing names at you here, okay? Now, Little Big Town have maybe a little bit of off the radar as of recently about them. Um, Eric Pasley.
1: Mm, Yeah.
0: This is a classic one of those artists. Obviously, he did The Driver with Charles Kelly and and Dierks and his humongous song, She Don't Love You. Eric Pasley played The Academy in Dublin. Do you remember?
1: I do. And Thompson Thompson Square. Square Also, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Thompson Square also in this list further down, but remember them? Masterpiece. I love Like This. You know there was something with Eric Pasley, but Thompson Square as well. I mean, off the radar, disappeared. Frankie Ballard. They? Also in this list, you yeah. pipped me him, but he's also in this list. Do you remember his Mandela Hall show in Belfast?
1: I never went, but it's become a legend. I did. That
0: was uh, that was a fun night. We met a met a couple of uh, Canadian American girls, me and Shay. Do you remember Shay who used to always go to the the country concerts with me? Yes, whatever this happened to be, Shay? This was before my girlfriend, by the way. Shay's good. Shea's down in Tipperary now. Got You're a, gonna say Shay met
1: a guy called Dan, and they're now very successful. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Fantastic. Speaking of Shay, by the way, Shay he's dropped a lot of weight, hasn't he? Oh, man, oh look, my! I saw him on social media.
1: How has he done that? Like, I'm trying to get my weight under control. Living here, if I lived in Nashville, I would just live on hot chicken and beer. Hot chicken. Oh man, you imagine?
0: We'll continue on because there's just so many names. In this. Jeffrey East. Not an artist, uh, maybe necessarily of this category, because he's a wee bit more obscure. But um, yeah, I want to shout him out here. Uh, his song's still crazy. I'm still, still, still crazy. Uh, Time is cold. of stars the coffee house mix. This guy is like the embodiment of country coffee house. You know there's sort of Spotify country coffee house playlists. Like you could just hear him playing away in the background, and if you actually pay attention, you go, "Whoa, there's a star." Chase has rice. She has rice. A fair shot in here.
1: I think because he's had so much success as a songwriter, he has the money to keep plugging away, but but rarely makes much of an impact.
0: Yeah. I so saw him released that uh, I Hate Cowboys, new song
1: recently,
0: uh-huh. Um
1: Do you remember when he played in Belfast and I was surprised it was sold out?
0: Have we talked about the, the 25 Wexford Street song? I mean, I was there. I saw the girl with the backless dress that he wrote that song about. Uh-huh. She had that for for weeks. <laughs> And he fell fully uh into the trap. I ain't gonna lie, I don't recall her name, but the Dublin lights saw everything. Well, be explain that better someday. Um Claire Dunn, remember her? Yeah. Harper Gray, do you know her? No. She was never really huge or anything, but it just, you know, it's it's worth mentioning. James Barker band, keep it simple, Chills. I used to get them mixed up with Josh Abbott band, too similar in in name, a bit of a different sound to be fair um Adam Hambrick. Oh yeah, he's very good. Rocking on that long. Follow him on Instagram. He's really good at sharing songwriting tips. Uh-huh. So, you know, how to start with a hook and work backwards or, you know, little pieces of advice. If you're a budding songwriter, go and follow Adam Hambrick uh on Instagram. Um but he is wonderful. Some great songs over the years and uh again, I kind of feel like he's very much in that Nashville writer makes a living with, you know, like maybe a publishing deal sort of thing, but it just won't ever make it as an artist. Like a Sean McConnell? Of the same vein, you think? Casey Donahue. His song, Drove Me to the Whiskey. Here's another one. Go and listen to it. Drove me to the whiskey with Jimmy Pierce. <laughs> one of my favorites for years. Four years, sturdy. Abby Anders, Even Chris Lane. Where's Chris Lane gone?
1: Having babies. Part of this is, too, I think music has become so disposable that these people are putting out albums and EPs and they're only really in your mind for the two days leading up to the release and the day after. And then you've forgotten. Do you kind of feel like there's merit in this feature? It's triggering a lot of my memory. I mean, I'm thinking of people
0: like Ryan Bingham. I went down a rabbit hole, Sturdy. This is how it happened. I just went down a rabbit hole of going, like, looking through that spreadsheet of artists that I previously played in the radio and going... Oh, have we forgotten about these people existing
1: like a sarah Darling, you know should yeah, be bigger sarah than Darlin. what she is
0: fair Bradley clark yeah these artists that are like ridiculously good writers as well you know but like i don't know it's just classic nashville
1: sort of thing like that's what i like about luke combs you know he will take someone like a brent cobb or he is i think a tiny bit responsible for the rise in popularity of Cody Johnson and just putting him on other people's radar. Yeah. Cause obviously he's turned with him this year. You know,
0: I've got so many more. I was going to give you one more just before we, we left it, but let's park that feature. I mean, literally I'm scrolling down through my notes. I don't even think we're halfway yet. So this could be an easy feature in episode 12 next week. But as far as episode 11 goes, a lot of songs there to check out a lot of artists to check out and reminisce about and go and have a look into go and share their music, go and support them because these are artists that are forgotten about and wrongly so, in my opinion. And I think in your opinion as well, surely a lot of the time here.
1: This is motivating me more to look into why they've fallen off the radar. Like if you're giving me a couple of names there, I want to look into record labels and and try and find out if there's a consistency in just maybe the lack of support these people are getting.
0: On that note, like, I will, I'm going to give you one more, okay? And you go away. We'll continue this feature i've got so many more to give you next episode you go away have a wee have a wee look up about it okay and i'm just going to say tell you this name because this might be a, a good way to get us get it going okay brandon lay speakers bleachers and preachers do you remember that song
1: yes was it yada 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 something ridiculous like i've got a great song
0: great yeah, good vibe just classic kind of poster boy of this where's he yeah. gone?
1: just doesn't <clears throat> exist it doesn't even seem to exist now even, to be fair to him, if it wasn't for the audience that he's built from playing live, you could arguably put Kitmer into this thing.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree. Look, I have so many more to give. Um, we've rounded up the country music news. We've chimed in here this new year with Free Rambler Men, a country music podcast, and we've given you a ton of artists to get thinking about and songs to think about. But let's wrap it up there for episode 11. Let's continue uh, with a fair few more, because I, I have them here, surely. Um, I think there's a real merit in this feature and let's just get talking about country music. This is what we're here to do. So with that said, Jordy, have you enjoyed episode 11?
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, uh, yeah. no, it's good to be back. Happy New Year. There's been a few people who've been reaching out over the Christmas break on social media saying in all parts of the country that they're enjoying it, which is very encouraging and sort of keeps you motivated to do it
0: very much so look thank you very much uh, for always messaging in. if you would like to message in and, and get in touch and, and give us a shout you can email us on freeramblinmen at gmail.com and if you want to give us a follow or some support we are at free Men on instagram and twitter stuart can also be found on these platforms at stuart underscore Bandford on instagram and at stuart_banford on twitter i am at the john care any and any interest about everything you can imagine so yes yeah, Stuart, i think it's all that's left to say then episode 12 is
1: keep rambling free
0: Tonight Girl was a single came out and broken hearted talking to a girl. I'm just talking to a girl on phone. You know that one. Oh what a song Whiskey Kinda Night. You heard that? No. That is a class tune. And it's a whiskey kinda night.
1: For the last two or three examples where you've you've said like you know a name of a song like Big Tub of Pringles. Do you know that one? And I go no and you go Big Tub of Pringles. You'll just hear <laughs> the country accent.